This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Well, I read this article on the AV Club, which is um, part of the onion, goes under the umbrella of the onion. But. There was, uh, there was a question that many of the staffers answered, and I thought, I like the way that they phrased the question. We are going to steal this. What's your pop culture comfort food? 651-641-1071. And it's not literally a question about food. It's like, what pop culture do you sort of immerse yourself in? What part of pop culture, what specific TV show or movie or album or what pop culture item do you immerse yourself in when the going gets rough this is the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer uh and they went through and they asked a bunch of the people on the staff and they all had different answers can you give us an example for you like how like uh, what kind of stuff are we talking about yes here? so um well i'll give you some of their examples one person said jeopardy they just like to go and just like let Jeopardy in when they're in kind of a rough space. Watching Jeopardy does the trick. One person said The Simpsons. Oh, sure. Um, other people had answers like uh, Parks and Recreation. One person said The Great British Bake Bake. Oh, I was going to say that's totally mine. Off. The Great British Bake Off. Thank you. Uh, or The Great British Baking Show. It's- Are they different? No, yes. Okay. So in Britain, it's called the Great British Bake Off. In the United States, because companies and corporations, Pillsbury in particular, hi. Hi, friends. Uh, they, because of that, well, Pillsbury, isn't that General Mills now? Yeah. So they have the rights to the words Bake Off. Oh, sure. That makes sense. And so they had to change it to the Great British Baking Show. Uh-huh. Instead of the Great British Bake Off. Okay. Same thing, though. It just depends on where you're watching it and how you're watching it. But if you watch it on Netflix, it's the Great British Bake Off, Baking Show. Okay. But yeah, for me, that's totally the thing that I go to, uh, along with the Golden Girls, of course, to reference right. a previous story. And I bet it's happened like you've, well, I know for a fact that it's been different things at different times, right? Like because you've also had moments of um, the facts of life where oh, you were sure. kind of like that was where you're you I went were through going. a whole dumb series. Yes. On YouTube, no less. Before YouTube was like actually a YouTube channel. Yeah. Right? Like you just went and found the episodes. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't like it was available as a series. It was just like somebody had uploaded uh, all of the television shows. Right. 651-641-1071. What's your pop culture comfort food? Let's go to Megan. Hi, Megan. What's your pop culture comfort food? Hi, um, I've got two shows on Netflix that I turn to whenever I just need something light and I know is going to make me laugh guaranteed and they're short and I'm trying not to binge them because I'll be super sad when it's over. Uh, I I don't know if I can say it. It's Blank Creek. Oh, thank oh, you yeah. for not saying thank it. Thank you for but not yes, saying it. <laughs> we know which one you're talking That's about. What, like- Levy and Catherine O'Hara. Mm-hmm. It's just hysterical. They're like only 25 minutes and they just, I, you guys got to check it out if you haven't. It's hilarious. Okay. I've heard good things, actually. Yeah. And then my other one is Atypical. 
Oh, yep. Colleen, are you watching that? Of course I'm watching that yeah. one, Megan. Yeah. Yes. I, just, I can't. I binged the second darn season, and now I'm, like, super sad. And I think that kid, Zahid, yep. um, he's on Murphy's Brown now, or Murphy Brown, so I just, he stole that show, I agree. in my opinion. I agree. Yeah. Megan, thank you so much. Um, that the, Atypical, the show that she's talking about, for those of you who maybe don't know it, uh, what that's about? Yeah. It's it's it actually uh, stars Michael Rappaport and Jen J- Lace Lee. Okay, What's her name? Jennifer. Jennifer Jason Lee. Is that her name? Yeah. Okay. I don't well, know. I don't know if that's who you're right. talking about, but that yeah. is an actress. Yeah. So the two of them p- play a married couple with two kids, and one of their kids is on the autism spectrum, and they're teenagers. So it's just sort of like kind of a slice of what their life looks like, and there's all these kind of offshoot stories that are also happening. Um, anyway, that is a great one. Uh, let's go to Kimber. Hi, Kimber. What's your pop culture comfort food? What do you use to escape when you're just in that place? Oh, my God, okay. I'm going Outlander. Oh, see, I've heard so many things about this show. I've never watched it. Tell us about it. Oh, my God. Okay, first of all, I'm an old lady, okay? I'm the age of the author who wrote the book starting about 100 years ago. So I've got to say that up front, but it is about Scotland. It is about kilts. It is about Katrina Belf and Sam Hewen. And look Sam Hewen up in imdb.com. No more no more to say. Wait, say the say the name again. Sam, Sam Hewen. Sam Hewen, yeah. Hewen. I, yeah, I, it's H E U G H A N. Okay. In a kilt. And Scotland and the Highlands. Oh. And France. Yep. And, okay, I like the way you think, Kimber. Oh yeah, he's uh, not an ugly man. No, I will. I will. No, I will go you know watch what? him in a kilt. He he is disrobed often. No, oh, okay, even better. <laughs> and Kimber, even you're better. fun. And he, you know what? Just go for it, kids. Dive deep. Okay, Thank you. We, will, we will, Kimber. Thank you for that. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is your pop culture comfort food? Let's go to Christina. Hi, Christina. Hello. What's your pop culture comfort food? So I'm going way back. I may have misunderstood the question. No, you didn't. I'm sure that there is not a wrong answer. (laughs) So this will date me. I'm 41, and I used to watch Little House on the Prairie all the time. Oh, for sure. So even though I can't, like, go and watch it anywhere, I've got the books. So, like, when I'm, like, totally just sick of whatever BS is going on in the world or whatever and need, like, 10 minutes, I open up Little House on the Prairie in the great big woods or whatever and just start reading and it's like you know just to go back to the time where it's just pa and half pint having their little conversations right you know just kind of i don't know there's something comforting about that i get it christina thank you you did not misunderstand the question because that's no 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 exactly what it's all about old school yeah what's the thing that you just dive into when the going gets rough what's your pop culture comfort food let's (laughs) Oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask Holly if oh, she yeah, had because I'm sure she's got like a hundred. Yeah, Holly, what do you do? Yeah, I do. I listen to the Beatles and I watch the Simpsons. Also, this weekend, I watched Beavis and Butthead do America. Very nice. comforting. Very comforting. Yeah, That's awesome. Nice. Um, I will tell you for, um, you know, if you're not sure, like you, you want to have that moment, but you're not quite sure, literally just open YouTube and just start going and you'll find something. That you'll be able to just, you know, sit and, you know, sort of live that 
whether it's a nostalgia moment you right. need or just like a mindless moment, there's so much now on YouTube. Right? If you if there's just something that pops in your mind and you go, oh, I remember I used to watch X, Y, or Z. It's probably on the YouTube. Uh, let's let Shelly have the final word on this. Hey, Shelly, what's your pop culture comfort food? Uh, Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Oh. Bean. Oh, yes. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. Oh, my God. They're so funny and yeah just mindless that he is a black hatter but the guy is a genius yes I love yes. it. Yeah, we used to watch that on like PBS at about ten or ten thirty, right? Didn't it? It probably was yeah. Yeah. PBS. Yeah, I've I've got the whole complete series and they are awesome. That's a great oh. one, Shelley. Thank you. On that note, I used to be uh, as obsessed with Are You Being Served? Oh as yeah, the Golden Girls, and I would just I have all those on DVD, and I'll just every once in a while pop those in so that I can just sort of numb the mind those are the it's the things that like i've watched so many times that i feel like i can kind of like zone it's almost like a meditation i don't even know but Uh like any episode of the brady bunch i'm in yeah uh the show felicity is another one where i'll just go for like that nostalgia comfort oh now I just kind of want to binge oh, on that all well, night. We can do that later. Yes. Okay. Well, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you know, there's been a lot of news about Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson lately because the two of them split. And then Justin Bieber has been in the news a lot lately as well because of his relationship with Haley Baldwin. It got me thinking about mm, something that both of those couples have in common And how this person uh, that they have in common is playing into their storylines. I'm going to tell you all all about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107. So I've been thinking about Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. You know, they broke up over the weekend. People are very devastated about this. Uh, And Justin. Of course, because they took the relationship so seriously. Right, because it was so long lasting. And we've been talking a lot about Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin, right? Are they married? Aren't they married? What's the deal? And I figured that there's got to be something in common. And actually, we've talked about the thing that they have in common on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. The thing that those two relationships have in common is their management, Scooter Braun. Oh, Scooter Braun. So we had talked about this in the past, and then I think we sort of like, I don't know, addressed the fact that that was something interesting and then sort of moved on from it. Yeah. But as both of these stories have sort of teased out to kind of a difficult and sad and almost in in some ways tragic end, and what I'm specifically um, sort of bringing into the conversation is the uh, suicide of or the overdose was it? It was an overdose. Right, Mac Miller, overdose. Right, not suicide. Overdose. I, honestly, I don't remember at, off the top of my head, but at least I'm that's what go we know you. is overdose. Yeah. Um, the overdose of Mac Miller, uh, her ex boyfriend, and then also the issues that Selena Gomez has been struggling with, the ex girlfriend of Justin Bieber. Those are sort of like the ancillary parts of the story that Scooter Braun couldn't control. But I was thinking about how both of those relationships happened rapidly in the sense that it was like they were dating and then they had taken the relationship to the next level, whether it was engagement or in the case of Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin, an actual marriage, allegedly. And sort of the the ways that we've been fed little bits and pieces of the story to get us all talking to me, 
smells like Scooter Braun is behind all of it. Oh, like a mastermind. Exactly. However, what he couldn't count on was what has happened in the interim with Mac Miller and now Selena Gomez. And strangely, those two things happened at right around the same time. And it meant that the subjects, his clients... Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber have now found themselves in like a really difficult emotional space. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering if there isn't, if he, you know, if there isn't some sort of regret. I think it's backfiring to be sure. Um, some of the latest stories uh, that I read, one of them about Justin Bieber is that he says, according to a source, he doesn't feel whole now that he's married to Haley Baldwin. He thought uh, that marrying her would make him feel okay. whole. Really? What does that mean, actually? Whole, like it will solve all his problems? I, you know, I, that's how I'm reading it. That just sounds, I don't know, that sounds too... Um, that sounds like somebody else came up with the idea. I don't feel like Justin Bieber was like, I don't really I don't thought. Feel cool. Because every time I see these stories, I always think to myself, well, this implies that unless it's Justin Bieber who's spilling the beans to the tabloids directly like I just don't feel whole in the way that I thought I was I don't think that's probably what happened but you have to then believe that he is talking to a source and I don't believe that Justin Bieber would talk to people that way I really felt like I was going to be whole after I married Haley Baldwin I don't think he would talk that way so I kind of just don't feel like that's an actual legitimate story because it doesn't have the ring of truth well here's where I feel like it might have the ring of truth or at least be legitimate not have the ring of truth is I think that there's got to be some damage control uh, around the fact that the stories that are coming out of Selena Gomez's camp are that a lot of what she's been struggling with aside from her health issues um, that have caused a lot of um, a lot of stress in her life, a lot of um, a lot of grief that Justin Bieber's marriage to Haley Baldwin had something to do with kind of what put her the sort of perfect storm of events that um, led her to seek help with her mental health. I feel like that there has to be an out and any time. Anytime a source is noted in any story, I think to myself, Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I feel like that is somebody who's connected somehow to the story. And so are they trying to sort of create a place where... Justin's not even really sure of the relationship. Likewise, on the other side, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson, that relationship happened like in five seconds. Suddenly they were engaged, moved in together, were like buying pigs together. Okay, one pig, but whatever. And now that they've broken up, it happened so close to the death of Mac Miller, her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend. And... Now, after like as a result of the breakup, some of the messaging is about how she just sort of came upon the realization that it happened too fast. I feel like a lot of that is Scooter Braun, like realizing, oh, geez, I can't, I did couldn't control those outside pieces. What I'm uh, trying to figure out then is like, do they know that he's doing this, or you're saying that he's sort of like trying to manipulate things behind the scenes? I feel like he is trying. I no, I feel like he's trying to manipulate things behind the scenes because he's the one that probably was pushing these narratives in the first place, right? Um, Okay, so yes, and I uh, also just want you to know that I read something on the twitters, um, which. Actually, probably isn't true at all. Um, you know, our good friend Saturated PHA to the T on uh-huh. Twitter, Saturated Fiant, he yep. reposted this um, tweet that someone alleges that according to TMZ, Pete Davidson sent intimate photos with Ariana to Mac Miller as a way to end his hopes with her for her. Ariana discovers that this weekend from Mac's relatives and then ends the relationship. That's a theory that's being floated out there. But so what I will say is taking I took that apart a little bit. TMZ didn't actually say that they talk about the whole thing that you said. Yeah. You know, after his death, she was moved to like rethink things. It was some outfit on. I'm still digging, but it looks like some like random tabloid came up with the notion that he sent those photos. But I mean, I'm just saying we probably don't know the truth regardless. See, I, and even that, I feel like, is a Scooter Braun thing, right? Because then it makes it look like it was Pete Davidson's. Could be, yeah. Mm. Huh. We'll be back with some real live D-bags after this. Celebrities behaving badly. They do it every day, and we talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We, we call those celebrities behaving badly. D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Well, let's get right to somebody we probably could have talked about uh, earlier in the show. That is Piers Morgan, because this is a story that everybody's been talking about. What a dill hole. Okay. Wow, throw it back with that. Sorry. Dill hole. Does that have to, like, is that pickles? I don't know. Anyway, uh, Piers Morgan tweeted the following. He had a photo of um, Daniel Craig, 007, James Bond, uh, carrying a baby. Presumably that's his baby. I should know that. I don't. Uh, Carrying his baby in the front. Mm -hmm. You know, those carriers now that you just strap to the front of you? Yep. Like a front carrier. A front carrier. Um, Pierce Morgan used another term that I don't, I don't think I would use, Yep, which is like a Native American thing, papoose. Mm-hmm. So I don't 
feel like we should use that term. But anyway, he said, oh, 007, not you as well. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Hashtag papoose. Hashtag emasculated bond. So he seemed to take issue with the fact that Daniel Craig is carrying a baby on the front of him. I don't have enough rage in my body to express how absolutely asinine this is. Well, it's par for the course for Piers Morgan because yeah. he's, as you said, a dill hole. Yes. Um, <laughs> and you can quote her on that. Yes, thank you. Uh, obviously, your your reaction and the reaction of most people, including myself when I first saw this, was put probably best to words by none other than the... Uh, hunk adorable is that a word it should be chris evans on the Mm, twitter mm -hmm. and he said the following you really have to be so uncertain of your own masculinity to concern yourself with how another man carries his child any man who wastes time quantifying masculinity is terrified on the inside i just love chris evans on twitter if you don't follow him you should because he just always has a delightfully Mm -hmm. thoughtful take on some of the burning issues of our day in this case it's not really a burning issue but he just succinctly gets you know piers morgan he's just a bomb thrower like yeah Look at this man being all feminine. He likes to set his hair on fire and then scream from the corner. Because he knows, Mm -hmm. rightly so, that people will react, or a certain group of people will react to that. Um, But I think it's important to point out that Daniel, what would you have Daniel Craig do? Carry the baby on his head or carry it in his pants? I don't think that he's actually... Just like leave the baby somewhere? Yes, yes. Because I don't think, to me... Uh, what Piers Morgan is essentially saying is if you look like an actual dad, then you are not a real man, which I feel like the opposite could not be. If you're nurturing, you're not a man. Exactly. That like just by virtue of the fact that uh, Daniel Craig left the house with his own child. What? What? Piers Morgan is the type of person who would say he babysat his own children. Mm. You know, that's just actually in most circles called I parenting. did my wife a favor yeah. and, and babysat the children. I watched the kids while she, you know, had a I little downtime. Yeah, I gave, I gave her, her a day, day off. off. A yeah. good behavior day. Um, that's actually a different story. But uh, but honestly, that's that's what infuriates me about this in the first place is that that even and this to me I think the more sad thing is that Piers Morgan said it but there are people who agree with it and that just like that there are people in the world I think that's why I think it's important to see the dumb stuff that Piers Morgan says because it reminds you that there are idiots in the world so my favorite is though. So <laughs> Pierce Morgan had to respond to Chris Evans, right? Right, of course. And he responded by saying Captain America wouldn't wear a papoose. Stop it! Also, that's <laughs> not what that's called. Stop it! Yeah, we, we're not going to use that word. I don't know because then I had this moment where I was like, well, maybe do the British not know that we probably shouldn't use that term? Uh, but anyway, regardless, um, dumb and don't please. Also, I can't even. What does that even mean? Captain America wouldn't carry his baby. Uh, well, yeah, because Captain America doesn't have a baby. Actually, yeah, he probably would. And there are other men who have played superheroes. For example, Thor, who 
who has worn his baby in a front carrier. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Leave it to the internet. The internet will swiftly point out the idiot in the room. And today's idiot in the room is a guy named Piers Morgan. You know, but I'm sure, like, here's the problem. Piers Morgan is going to go to bed tonight being like, ha, I did it again. Yes. Because he got the attention he wanted. Yeah. Excellent. He's so gross. My D-bag is a twofer. It's Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Oh, what a dill hole. <laughs> They're dill holes. Both of them. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wait, I don't even. Anyway. So you know that they went to Uganda. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. You know this. I'm sure you were paying close attention. Because I've been there Because you love the land. Yeah. You've been to Uganda. Mm-hmm. You yes. know your way around. Yeah. You probably flew into the Entebbe airport like I did. they did. Did I, they fly into yes. Entebbe? Entebbe? Yes. Entebbe? So, so here's what they did. Okay. They went to visit... With uh, the president, president of Uganda, Mussolini. exactly. And when they sat, they, a lot of things happened, and we'll get to all of that later. But the most, but the thing that makes them a d bag in this moment is that traditionally, when you sit down with a world leader and they sit down with you, you might exchange gifts, right, of some sort, um, maybe something that signifies peace and or tells them something about your country right or your heritage a gesture of goodwill yeah a gesture of goodwill exactly but what kanye and kim presented the president of uganda with was a yeezy sneaker that they both autographed oh how thoughtful they might you know what they might as well have presented him with a i don't know molded uh toy of kim's i shouldn't be saying that but you know what i mean but like what i'm saying is it's like so you don't give somebody a you don't okay you don't give somebody your thing your thing as a gift to say like this is and tacky because what it says is like i didn't actually give much thought i'm like hey give them some yeezys yeah but the problem is they did give it so much thought because why wouldn't anybody want autographed yeezys from Kanye and Kim, that is the highest, highest honor, surely. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the president of Uganda, or Uganda, is it Museveni? Is that his name? Museveni, yeah. Museveni is basically like, what do you do for a living? To Kim. To Kim. Yeah. He doesn't know who she is. He doesn't, yeah. He doesn't I'm sure they were like. On a shoe. Yeah. He doesn't care. And can I just say that, like, the people of Uganda, look, there are, you know, there are problems in Uganda. You know, President Museveni has his critics, blah, blah, blah. There's all, all sorts of stuff you could do some, you know, reading on and, and make yourself sound a little bit more intelligent on the subject if you were Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. That aside, right? Like, I, I'm not pretending to know all the issues, mm-hmm. but... Um, the, here's what I do know. What I do know is that um, my two minor experiences, uh-huh. pr- admittedly not as high profile as Kim and Kanye, is that the people of Uganda are incredibly nice, incredibly kind, and incredibly giving and thoughtful. So, like, I mean, um, th- they're probably, you know, the minute they leave are like, oh, my God, can you believe? But, of course, while they're there, they're going to be so incredibly nice and right. like, oh, look at these wonderful shoes you gave us. These are the best shoes ever. What do we do with these shoes? But it's, like, so lost on them, yeah. right? Like, because I'm sure they don't understand you know, who Kanye is to us, 
Well, I mean, I don't think we even really understand who no, Kanye is to us. Quite sure. But like the Yeezy sneaker, like it just is like it blew my mind because then in turn their gift from him was names. He gave them names. Oh, cool. What are the names? Um Kanye, I'm gonna get. I, I'm gonna say him wrong, well, and I feel we bad. We have no expectation. These of what are they should be, Ugandan so just... names given to them by President Museveni. Kanye Sigye, which means I trust. Oh, and Kim was named uh, Kemigisha, which means oh. the one with blessings from God. Oh. So a thoughtful, yeah, gesture like an actual thoughtful gift, not like th- the president of Uganda didn't take off his shoe and sign it and hand it back to them. However, I wish he would have. Like, oh, I I t- that was we great. too have shoes here in Uganda. Here's my shoe for you. Is this, is this something this you do is, in um, your culture? Yeah. Do you sign your shoes? I mean, it was. I just can't even. All I right. just. I um, the thing that I love, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later too. But if you just look at the photos of Kim, like I don't know where she thought she was going. She is a hot mess right now. She does um, not look like she's there for a on state the visit. Arm of a hot mess. Well, yeah, I mean that I mean, goes without yeah. saying. But per- specifically, I'm just looking at her wardrobe choices. Well, and here's the thing, or and we'll talk about of. this a little bit more. You know that that's not even her wardrobe choice. That was Kanye's oh, wardrobe sure. choice. Yeah. And why he does he always her. have to make everybody wear monochromatic outfits? That's the that's his way. I mean, that's like his whole entire. Line is based on monochromatic outfits. So weird. I know. We'll talk about them a little bit more later. Don't worry about it. When we come back, though, there's a royal baby on its way. Yes. If you haven't heard. It's actually here. Oh, you mean uh, there's a nut? Well, yes, there's a royal baby on the way. There also was one that arrived. Oh, yeah. Pippa, royal adjacent, had her baby. She's not technically royal. But... Meghan Markle and Harry are expecting. And uh, there's all kinds of questions about what they're going to name the baby. We're going to work on that ourselves. I think we need to figure out what they're going to name the baby. We're going to work on that. I'll tell you what they're not going to name the baby. And with what I think they will after this on My Talk 1071. Well, the Lindo Wing at St. Mary's Hospital has been getting a lot of action. Thank you to the Royals and the Royal Adjacent. adjacent. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh Pippa had a baby today. Yeah, we learned, you know, uh, we started the day knowing that perhaps she was uh, about to give birth. There were rumors that she'd checked into the Lindo wing of St. Mary's, I believe, hospital. And then shortly uh, after we began the show today, Elizabeth Reese, during the Dirt Alert, uh, let us know that the Duchess of Cambridge's younger sister, Pippa Middleton, celebrated the birth of her first child with her husband, James Matthews, mm. a spokesman for the couple, said the baby boy was born on Monday in London and both the mother and baby were doing well. I don't see uh, that we have a name yet. Anyway, we do not. But, um, so, you know, good news because babies all over the place mm-hmm. uh, near and about the royal family. Um, but the story that I think has more legs, if you will, uh, that's not really a pun. It's, anyway, um, the Duke and Duchess of Suffolk are going to have a baby and everybody's concerned with what the baby's name is going to be. And I just feel like it's one of those things we need to check off our list and go ahead and pick the name that we believe uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry will provide to the firstborn. Now, we don't know if it's a boy or a girl. We don't. So that means we have to kind of pick two. Yeah. 
Um, also, here I have a couple questions. Mm. Well, really, just one. Okay. Are I they? Have all the answers. I thought you would. Mm. Are they bound by no. any rules at all? Zero. None. So if they wanted to, let's just well, for argument's sake, probably couldn't do like Google. But like Stormy. But yeah. Why not? I mean, they can do anything they want, really. So, um, Peter, the Today Show would have you believe, evidenced by their wedding, Megan is likely to assert her American heritage and personal beliefs in baby's name. That seems her like a stretch. personal beliefs? Seems like a stretch. They're like, she had an opinion about her wedding. She'll probably have an opinion about her child's name. Oh, I would hope she yeah. does have an opinion about she her baby's assert, name. assert her American heritage and personal beliefs. Into the baby's name. Okay, I, I actually want to sit with this and pick this apart for a hot moment. How does one as, uh, insert their personal belief, assert their personal beliefs into a baby's name? Do you see what I'm saying? I only believe in vowels. Right, like I don't understand. I believe in freedom and therefore I shall call my child liberty. I believe in fruit, therefore my child will be named Apple. I don't understand. Gwyneth. That's what I'm uh, so saying. The Today Show had a, a selection of names they believed were likely. Well, this amounts to no, nothing more than just specu- pure, unadulterated speculation at the hands of an intern, likely, at the Today Show. Diana. Oh, that's original. I mean, I know it's totally not creative, but I have money on... Diana's going to show up somewhere if it's a girl. Well, I, for maybe one, a middle name. name. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. My American beliefs and heritage... <laughs> assert themselves in believing that Diana truly could be a middle name. Diana is, of course, Harry's late mother's name and the people's top choice of a name for Meghan and Harry's daughter. William and Kate broke some royal ice when they used Diana for one of the Princess Charlotte's middle names because, you know, they have like 12. But Harry and Meghan could take that one step further by using Diana as a first name. Ooh, Diana is the name of the Roman goddess of the moon and the hunt. Her Greek equivalent is Artemis, which might be an alternative choice. No, No, please don't. No, no. Artemis? No. Okay. Other names include Dorothea, Eleanor, Henrietta, and Sophia. <laughs> Henrietta sounds Please like a, don't do that. They'll call her Hanny. No, I don't hey, care. Hanny. It's not that I have anything against the <laughs> name Henrietta. Hanny. Don't get me wrong, please. That's not my issue. Okay? What's your name? So don't be like, oh, Colleen doesn't like the name Henrietta. That's not it. It's not even that I don't like this. It's no, I don't like this. Okay, you don't have to have to an- name the girl a version of their father's name. Is, oh, because nah. Harry. Because oh, I, I didn't even make the connection. Right Sorry. or like yeah, exactly. That it would be like some sort of like. It's to me that feels like it's a nod to the male royal name of Henry. Can I give you the the reason? Because again, oh, remember so. the Today That's Show half said of the fun. she's asserting her American beliefs. I mean, she's the mom and yeah, so has she's an opinion. Probably asserting her parental beliefs. How cute would it be to have a baby royal princess named after her dad, Henrietta? Mm-hmm. Close Meghan Markle friend Serena Williams' baby daughter is named Alexis after her father, Alexis Ohanian. And Harry and Meghan might take inspiration from that. Henrietta Maria of France was the consort of Britain's Charles I and made her name fashionable in England during the 17th century. And I don't know if you know this, but Meghan Markle is of uh, mixed race parentage. Yes. Therefore, they conjecture that Henrietta Lacks became an unwitting African-American heroine 
when her cells became the basis of decades of cancer research. Wait, was this actually Who? published? Yes! <laughs> wrote this! Yes! I'm reading you the words from today.com High where projection. some yahoo is like, she's black, so let's give her a black lady's name. That is... That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I feel like... By the way, take to... your your um, criticisms up with Pamela Redmond Satrin. Oh, I will. From nameberry.com. <clears throat> so she wow. doesn't even have to actually work at the Today Show. They just stole her. Jeez Louise. <laughs> it's like, um, I like the name Beverly because Beverly is a woman with two breasts. <laughs> My mother worked with a lady named Beverly in 1974. And when I was growing up, I loved the author Beverly Cleary. Yes. I also enjoyed the program, The <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> yes. And everyone knows Meghan Markle has 10 toes. And I don't know if you know this, but Beverly Johnson of Newport, Rhode Island has 10 toes. <laughs> Ridiculous. She, yeah. Okay. What? What are? What are they saying about boy names? Uh, boy names: Alvin, which that that was my grandpa's name, so is, I think that's an adorable name. Is Simon or Theodore on the list? Yeah, it actually says <laughs> Alvin Simon. Theodore, no. And every time Alvin. he is uh, called by the royal crier, they're going to go Alvin. Uh, Alvin Arthur, because I don't know if you know this. Arthur reached favorites status for all three of Catherine and William's children, but never made it to first place. Oh, well, by all means, then I believe Harry and Meghan have to account for that. Yeah, gotta name your kid after the aardvark, right? It's ridiculous. James, because it's both a royal name and it's the name of Meghan's maternal great-grandfather. Because she's so close to her family. Right, right. Noble, they believe, is a name that she will pick. Noble. Wait, is this part of her American sensibility? This or? name literally means aristocratic and has been well used in the U.S. for over a century. Oh, God. Oh, no. Uh oh, what comes no. next? It's notable that the name was uh, that of an early African American jazz legend. Okay, I feel like we need Somebody to call needs Pamela to... and have. A like, how talk lazy with do you her? have to be? Like, well, no, I'm not even. No, nope, nope. Okay, okay, okay. Let's move on from can Noble because I can't handle. Can this. we just pick a name that yeah. we think and we'll put it in our, uh, you know, lockbox? Oh, okay. Are we writing these down? Yeah. Holly, can you be Holly, the secretary? Would you be the scribe? Yeah, the, yes, yes. Okay. The, be the scribe. That was very British. Pad. Yep, I've got be my the scribe. Uh, yep. Okay, baby names. Okay. Lady baby names. Lady baby names. Are we names. doing just first names? <clears throat> yes, yes. Just first names. But you okay. get bonus points if, for example, it becomes a middle name or something. You'll get an honorable mention. Okay. Okay. Lady names. Okay. Lady names. Lady baby names. Lady baby names. Uh, for the lady baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Priyanka. Oh, good one. <laughs> That's yep. a cute. Priyanka. It's not yep. going to be Priyanka. Bradley? You don't know. Um, I would say um, Harvina. Harvina. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Boy names. Boy baby names. I will say <clears throat> Butch. Butch? Bradley? Okay. I would say Catheter. Catheter? I'm going to say hey. Chad. Oh, okay. What was your girl name, Halls? Uh Chad. Okay, okay. interesting. Okay. Awesome. I like that. Either sort way. Of a, like Chad. reverse 
gender thing. <laughs> when we come back, play? what's yeah. the scariest scene in a horror movie? 651-641-1071. Looking to expand or move your company? Look no further than Ohio. With a talented workforce for in-demand industries like tech, healthcare, engineering, manufacturing, and more, you can staff up and scale for growth. Ohio's central location and reliable infrastructure will help you impress your customers, while Ohio's affordable cost of living and quality of life will excite your employees. Why survive somewhere else when your business can thrive in Ohio? Visit successinohio.com today. You're finally at that hot new spot, the one your friends keep raving about, sitting across from your date. It's going... Another round? Really well. And that dish you've been dying to try, oh, it's headed your way. You can smell it, hear it sizzling fresh off that skillet as it comes closer, closer, and served. Go ahead, enjoy. After your phone sneaks a bite first. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express, don't live life without it. 